The information contained within this podcast does not consider your personal circumstances and is of a general nature only. You should not act on it without first obtaining professional financial advice specific to your circumstances. Paul Atherton is an ex-Wall Street advisor on a mission to help young people win back their financial power, wealth and security. He does this by helping them understand the hidden world of finance, risk and investments, helps them figure out how it impacts them and to seize the opportunities to make it work to their advantage. This is Paul Street Journal. I'm here this morning with Paul Atherton. How are you, Paul? I'm well. It's good to hear. So, well, we hear a lot in the news about the deficit. We, you know, every election, it's all about the deficit. And is that mm. just government debt? Is that what that is? Uh, no. Mm. No, that's not the same. Yeah, it's often thought of as being the same, but it isn't. So, well, let's go. yeah, and deficits you hear. So, that's a little bit tricky because there are multiple forms of deficits. And there are multiple forms of debt that and all of them seem to get very... You know, confused and and we tend to all worry about the wrong one so but let's tackle deficits first so i think of two main deficits and these get exchanged and confused considerably and all the time so the first deficit is what i call a fiscal deficit mm-hmm. or surplus but it's fiscal and a fiscal deficit or surplus is really your within the bounds of your country and it's the government Okay, it's what the government might um, owe or not owe. So a deficit, sorry, I should explain. A deficit means you're spending more than you're receiving. And in the government case, it means they're spending more on infrastructure or buildings or government employees or doing all the things the government does. And they're spending that in a greater rate in which they're receiving taxes. Okay. So that would put them in a deficit. Mm. So conversely, what would put you in a surplus? Meaning you're spending less than the rate at which you have earned taxes. Mm. Now, you'll hear, and we've heard this a few times in the media, particularly in Australia, that the government wants to go into a fiscal surplus. They don't say fiscal surplus, but that's what they mean. They want to put the government into surplus because that's good bookkeeping. Mm. And... If you think about what that means, that means the government is taxing its citizens at a rate at which is greater and which it's spending. And that is not a good thing. And how could it be? <laughs> so I do not want a fiscal surplus. That means I'm being taxed too much hmm. or they're not spending enough. Now, you could argue they're not spending on the right things, but that is a separate argument. Hmm. It's just about which direction is it flowing. And I don't, there's no circumstances. And what most economists would argue is that if you are in a surplus, a governor surplus, actually you've sucked out of demand out of the out of the economy. Mm. Why? Because, Tim, I've taxed you more than I should, and I haven't re-entered it into the economy, and you've therefore money and economic value has been taken out. An opportunity for economic value has been taken out of the system. So anytime you hear a surplus as being a good thing, it's a pretty much a scam. Um, they're doing it to make it sound like they're good. That's one thing. The other thing what they do is they tend to release taxes and lower taxes and go on a bit of a spending binge right before an election. And I think we're having a that little issue at the moment because the uh, Australian government looks like it might be hitting a surplus. And if it's going to do that, it'll just release a ton of taxes. What would they or, do with or it? They just, they just spend it. Yeah, they've just got extra capacity because yeah, they've over-taxed. 
overtax relative to the amount they've been spending. And that's because their budgets are based, they're projectionary, so it's based on money that they haven't received yet. Or Well, no, it's so it's a, it'll be actual. Okay, sure. But it's, yeah, so it's actual. Mm. But it, um, it just means... Oh, oh, sorry, no, I mean is like that we might not have looked at it as if we were getting a surplus at the start of this budget. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. That's sort of all of these things are an aspiration. Now, it doesn't mean I like a fiscal deficit so much, so don't get me wrong. I don't want the government to go overspending. So I, I tend to like a small, moderate fiscal mm. fiscal deficit. But I don't want a surplus. I don't want a massive deficit. So it's kind of like a Goldilocks. <laughs> so that's something. Okay, so that's one deficit. That's fiscal but that is completely different than our balance of payments. The balance of payments will go into a surplus or a deficit. And the balance of payments is our, essentially, the way we interact with um, the rest of the global economy because we're not an isolated entity. We do interact with the global economy. And how do you go into a current account trading deficit or effectively a current account deficit? like we are in Australia. Well, in general, you go into a current account deficit if you spend more than you receive via your exports. Okay? Now, there's a bit more to it than that, but I won't go into to those details just yet. But I think you can roughly assume the trading account is equal to the current account, and that is therefore equal to spending more than you're receiving. Actually, in Australia, it's just to let you know, we've got a very peculiar situation where we go into a trading surplus, but a current account deficit. Mm-hmm. And a current account includes trading account plus some interest. And guess where the interest is paid? So how much our banks have learned from wholesalers. Mostly, mm-hmm. not completely. And we are a, a surplus in the trading account, but a current account deficit overall. Point is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Do you want to be in a current account deficit? And the answer to that is depends. <laughs> now, okay, so in general, yeah, you don't want to be overspending. That means if you are in a deficit, that means there's a you are you're either doing well, pretty much one or two things, ways to react to a deficit. As I I like to say, you can either have higher consumption or higher unemployment. Mm. Okay, I think we've gone through the reasons for that before, but we, we won't do it here. But to suffice to say, that's your only reactions to a deficit. Mm-hmm. Higher unemployment or, or higher consumption, and the consumption is usually built upon high debt. So what's your choice? Do you want high debt or higher unemployment? So a deficit's not a great thing. Mm. Now, having said that, surplus can be good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the high surplus countries in the world, where are they? China, Japan, mm-hmm. and Germany. Mm-hmm. And they have one thing in common. They have insufficient demand in their local economy. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing with their surplus is they're relying on other countries to soak up their excess capacity. Mm-hmm. So they're not generating the demand internally with their own country. So a surplus is not necessarily a good thing. And that's a sign of a very fragile economy, I think. Um, a surplus is not a good thing. Um, in on itself, I should, a consistent trade surplus could very well be a sign of a very, very unbalanced economy. And in all of those cases, that is the case, particularly with China. It looks like Germany is now probably being the world's worst offender. And by the way, if you're a surplus economy, 
you're a negative on the global economy. So people will look at China as an example and say, mm. wow, look at China's big part of the global economy. It's so mm. important. But actually, it's a negative on the global economy because it's sucking demand out. Because that's what it's requiring. It's requiring on the rest of the world to right. soak up that demand by the surpluses. And so their contributions to other countries are more like uh, demanding rather than actually. So yeah, like so they're under demanding for the size of their economy. Yes. Sorry. What I mean is that their contributions to like the global economy, let's say, yeah. um, are more parasitic. Let's, is a, a, I think that might be a bit harsh. <laughs> they are. They require to for, to maintain their mm. level of employment, mm. their rate of growth. They require, by definition, because that's what a surplus is. It mm. requires and other countries, to mostly the United States, to to. Um, you know, to compensate for the lack of demand in their own internal economy. Mm. And I'm not suggesting that China is not growing. It is. And I'm not suggesting mm. that their consumer base is, is not um, growing rapidly. But it is not growing rapidly enough compared to the size of its economy, mm. nor the, the rate of growth of its GDP. In other words, it, yeah, it's in, it's, it's in a, a precarious position. So one, one of the Retorts you often hear is that as soon as I hear that an economist tells me that China will is in a commanding position for a trade war of the United States, I know mm -hmm. they do not understand balance of payments because mm -hmm. a surplus country is incredibly at risk for a trade war because mm -hmm. by definition, a surplus requires another country to take to take that external demand. You know, as I think I mentioned before, Tim, what's the world's greatest commodity? Well, the most precious commodity mm, yeah, is, is demand. demand. Mm. So there you go. So there's there it is. So we have a fiscal deficit and we have a balance of payment deficit or a current account deficit. The fiscal deficit is driven by your government and based on the amount of taxes versus how much it spends. Your balance of payments or your current account deficit is very dependent on your the relationship between your trading mm. and your trading with your partners. Um, and we should probably delve a little bit deeper into that in the future. Mm. And uh, a deficit is not good, but neither is a surplus. And so the one that we're hearing in elections and in the media is about the fiscal deficit. Or Mostly it's a fiscal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you hear the balance of payments brought up, okay. but not often. All right. Well, thank you for that, Paul. Cheers, Tim. Paul Street Journal.